Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. In order to relax my gaze, I might occasionally look to the horizon. And if I notice someone within my field of vision, I should greet them with a friendly word of welcome. These words surprised me. I wasn't expecting to find the word relax in my reading of the way of the Bodhisattva. The way of the Bodhisattva is a sort of how-to manual for becoming a Bodhisattva, a person who devotes their lives to acts of compassion and the easing of suffering for all beings. Was the Buddhist sage Shantideva who wrote these lines I just said. He composed the Bodhichari Avatara, as it is named in Sanskrit, about 12 centuries ago, delivering it as a spontaneous message in front of a large university of monks in India. Now this message, the way of the Bodhisattva, includes a lot of verses about discipline. Directions for how to tame the mind and guard the awareness. Directions for how to sit and eat and breathe. And in the, the midst of all of these devout instructions, somehow it was the word relax that caught my attention. Shantideva's words spoke to me. In order to relax my gaze, I might occasionally look to the horizon. What is it to relax? And how do we do this relaxing phenomena? How do we relax even in the midst of our larger commitments to live a life of compassion and loving kindness. We hear a lot about rest and relaxation this time of the year. Memorial Day weekend is the getaway into the season of summer, a season of relaxation, a season of barbecues and weekend getaways to the Cape or Maine or Arlington Street Church, the season of ice-cold lemonade and vacation escapes. And do these activities allow us to relax the gaze? Do they invite us to raise our eyes and look to the horizon? Many of us know that the summer season vacation package deal comes complete with stress. Stress of airport security lines, interstate traffic jams, and the inevitable overspending. My mother, she always joked that she needed a whole vacation 
to recover from vacation. In the midst of all of our planning and preparations, our packing and our unpacking, compassion doesn't always make the to-do list for our time off. But this morning, this morning I want to suggest to you that relaxing is not time off. Relaxing is a different form of time on. Relaxing is a lifting of the eyes and an opening of the heart. Relaxing is a time to look to the horizon and ease ourselves into that life of compassion. And yes, holidays and vacations and those weekend trips can create the opportunity for us to rest and relax. But we have to choose to engage those opportunities. We have to choose to look to the horizon. And we can make this choice to relax the gaze while backpacking in the Grand Canyon, gazing out at the ocean. For some of us, a change in environment might be the catalyst we need to remember that there even is a horizon to which to look. But guess what? That horizon, that horizon is always there if we can relax our gaze to see it. I experienced the power of Shanti Deva's message one ordinary afternoon when I was walking towards school. I was slogging my way up a hill. Occasionally I would look up, not so much to relax my gaze, more to see how much further I had to climb. On this day, I noticed a man calmly standing on the corner, smiling. As I approached, his smile grew. Look up, he said, and pointed to a spot across the street. I raised my eyes and looked out towards that horizon and saw two hawks perched atop the weather vane of Somerville City Hall. The man and I paused together, smiling softly as we gazed at these wondrous birds who were taking a moment of rest. The hill before me was just as high and just as steep, but I didn't feel so tired anymore. I realized it was a beautiful day. Thank you, I said to this friendly stranger, and then we continued on our separate ways. Shanti Deva's words call to me across the centuries. And if I notice someone in my field of vision, I should greet them with a friendly word of welcome. We can practice compassion by greeting others with a warm and welcoming presence. But in order to greet the living creatures with whom we share this world, first we must look up and notice that they are there. The American Buddhist teacher Sharon Salzberg offers a simple practice 
for noticing someone within our field of vision. She writes, Whenever I teach loving-kindness retreats in an urban setting, I ask the students to do their walking meditation out on the streets. I suggest that they choose individuals that they see and with care and awareness wish them well by silently repeating the phrase of the practice, may you be happy, may you be peaceful. During one such retreat in Oakland, California, one of Sharon Salzberg's students was focusing her loving-kindness meditation on a man who had just gotten off the train. She watched him walking and felt a little silly, kind of anxious, wondering if she was doing this practice correctly. But she kept to her intention and continued to notice the man in a spirit of loving-kindness, repeating, may you be happy. May you be peaceful. The student was surprised to find that the man walked over to her, stopped, and said, I've never done anything like this before in my life, but I'd like to ask you to pray for me. I'm about to face a difficult situation in my life, and you seem to have a really loving heart. I'd just like to know that you're praying for me. Wow, what a moment of noticing. What a moment of connection. Is this a practice that we can try on in our lives? I sometimes practice loving kindness meditation while riding the tea, looking up and around, wishing wellness to my fellow travelers in life's journeys. I must admit, no one has ever asked me to pray for them. But I do find myself relaxing. My gaze softens, my heart opens, and that judgmental chatter of my mind eases into a whisper of compassion. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. I find myself smiling gently, and occasionally, someone looks up and smiles back. When we notice our surroundings with a spirit of welcome, we remember that we are in relationship with all the beings of the world. We look up, gaining perspective, and are able to relax are able to rest within our commitment to compassion. The beginning of the book of Genesis in the Hebrew Bible has given our culture a powerful story about looking and resting. God creates the world in six days, and on the seventh day, God rests. And what does God do between the work of creation and the day of rest? God looks around. God notices the wonders of creation. God notices the goodness. The writer of Genesis tells us that on the sixth day, God saw everything he had made, and indeed, it was good. 
after doing, after looking, after noticing, God relaxes into the blessing of a day of rest. From this pattern in the book of Genesis, Jewish and Christian traditions have bequeathed us with the practices of keeping Sabbath, of taking one day a week for rest. Now, this rest is not so simple as escaping from the work that we do to make a living. The discipline to abstain from work is a practice that subtly changes the environment of time. Our perspective is altered. We remember to look up and engage in activities that relax our gaze and rejuvenate our spirits without the expectation to produce a result. We remember to look up and notice our friends, our family, to eat together and sing together and to listen to what we each have to say. Sabbath practices hold the space for us to gently be surprised by the possibilities that we notice within our field of vision. Sabbath holds the space for us to welcome the goodness of those possibilities. A Sabbath is not a time away from the week. It is part of the week. Looking to the horizon and gaining perspective is one of the many steps on the journey to end suffering. Looking to the horizon helps us relax and greet the world with loving kindness. Relaxing is not an escape from the bodhisattva path. It is part of the walk of compassion. Friends on the journey, I invite you to embrace this summer season not as an escape from the expectations of life, but rather as a time to greet the possibilities of life. I invite you to occasionally look to the horizon that is always there, relaxing into the gift of perspective. I invite you to notice the worth and dignity of all the beings in your field of vision, relaxing into the gift of connection. And I invite you to offer a gentle smile of welcome to those who cross your path, relaxing into the gift of hospitality. Across the centuries, Shantideva reminds us to relax, look, notice, welcome. May these words guide our steps as we continue on our journeys of love and service for justice and peace. Amen. <laughs>